You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, Episode 12. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, President of Advisor Solutions. Do you ever wonder what's limiting you most in your business? You might think it could be the market, the economy, or anything else that's basically out of your control. But I don't think that's it. Instead, I think the number one thing that's limiting you most is probably you. And it's probably something that you don't even realize. It's your limiting belief systems. Most advisors and agents have felt that their biggest challenges in business have to do with something that's out of their control. When the reality is, it all starts inside of you. And you're not alone. In fact, at some point, every financial advisor, insurance agent, wholesaler, branch manager, and even agency managers feel that what's limiting them most in their business is something that's outside of their control, outside of themselves. But what they don't understand is that everything starts by breaking through your limiting belief systems. So what do you do? You have two choices. You could keep doing what you're doing and keep getting the same level of success that you're getting. Or you could learn how to break through your limiting belief systems. And that's what we're going to talk about today, breaking through your limiting belief systems. So if you're tired of limiting your success, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn how to break through your limiting belief systems? Because our limiting beliefs are what holds us back, and we don't even know it. And here's what I mean. You may have heard this before, that your thoughts control your emotions, and your emotions control your actions, and your actions control your results. And beliefs are the source of those thoughts and emotions. You see, in this way, we're, we're kind of like slaves to our beliefs and our emotional narratives that drive in our mind. And breaking free of those traps in your mind begins with acknowledging that your mind might have you boxed in with some limiting belief systems. And here's the interesting part. Are the beliefs that you have, are they empowering you or limiting you in your business? Well, if they're limiting you, you're going to want to listen to this podcast because we're going to cover three things that are going to help you. First, we're going to cover understanding limiting beliefs so that you understand what has to happen to create a limiting belief system. Second, we're going to talk about the breaking through your limiting beliefs exercise, so that you have a way to change your limiting beliefs. And third, we're going to talk about what happens when you consistently break limiting beliefs, so that you understand the results of changing limiting beliefs and what happens over time. Now, before we jump into these three things that you're going to learn in this podcast, I need to ask you some questions. What would your business be like if you knew exactly how to identify limiting beliefs and how to change those? Would you feel more energized and would you feel more empowered in your business? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learned? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. So what are limiting beliefs? Well, the dictionary definition is this. 
A belief system is an ideology or a set of principles that helps us to interpret our everyday reality. Simply put, belief systems are what you choose to believe about anything. And a limiting belief system is a belief that limits us. i got to tell you a quick story, and this is probably a story you've heard before, but the story is about a baby elephant that was born in a circus. Now, soon after the baby was born, the trainer put a rope around the baby's leg and tied the other end of the rope to a thick stake that was put into the ground. Now, the baby elephant couldn't get away, and he pulled and pulled on that, that rope and couldn't break the rope and couldn't pull the stake out. And eventually, the baby elephant gave up. Now, the baby elephant grew up, and he grew up to the point where he could easily pull his, his stake out of the ground, but he never did it. And why? Because of his limiting belief systems. You see, that's what happens in life and in business. We develop these limiting belief systems that hold us, basically, to one belief system that is not helping us in the long run. It's not helping our success. So in business, as in life, we all have a set of belief systems that govern our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, and eventually, like I said before, our results. But when was the last time you really looked at your limiting belief systems? Those belief systems that might be holding you back. Chances are you never really have. And so the reality is that you weren't born with these belief systems, either positive or negative. We develop those belief systems over time. And we develop our belief systems based on interpretations of our experiences. Now, all belief systems are merely interpretations of what has happened. And we choose to view those experiences, positive or negative, <laughs> in one way or the other. Take, for instance, when you started cold calling years ago. Let's say that you started off cold calling, and you had a number of prospects that were not interested. It's pretty common. They were not interested, but you chose to interpret their actions in one way or the other. You might have chose to interpret their actions as positive. Good, then I can move on to somebody that is interested. Or negative. That's not good because they're rejecting me personally. And as a result, you might have started to build up this positive or a negative belief system around cold calling. So the positive belief system might have been something like, you know, it's a numbers game. All I have to do is just keep calling. And a negative belief system might be, you know, people are rejecting me. This is not fun. I don't want to make any more calls. And ultimately, whatever you believed in strongest really either stopped you from cold calling or kept you going because it was just a numbers game. So I got to tell you what happened last Wednesday. During a recent Advisor Solutions Masterclass group coaching session, we were on the topic of breaking through your limiting belief systems. And I asked the group, how do you think you created your negative belief systems in business? And here's what they said, or here's what some of them said. One advisor said, overthinking. I overthink. I overthink everything. And I believe that, that what I think is true, and a lot of times it's really not true. And I don't realize that until later. Another advisor said, assuming. <laughs> I evaluate a negative, a possible negative outcome, and I assume that it's going to happen, even before I begin. And another one said, experience. 
I have an experience, and I think that experience is going to be the same way every single time. And another one said, protection. For me, I had an experience in the past, and I don't want to repeat that experience, so I protect myself by not even trying. So one of the things that I found interesting is that each one of these, overthinking, assuming, experience, and protection, that was just four of the people in group, every one of those basically were the same thing. And these guys were right. And the reason I say that is because generally we hold on to limiting beliefs for a couple of reasons. Either we're trying to protect ourselves from struggle or failure, or we hold on to limiting beliefs because they make us feel special, self-righteous, or we deserve special attention. And we'll get to that later. So what do you do to break negative belief systems? Well, that is what we're going to talk about next. The Breaking Through Your Limiting Belief Systems Exercise. So how do we break through limiting belief systems? Well, it's a four-step process that I created. Step one, acknowledge that you have a possible negative belief system. You see, if you don't acknowledge it, you're never going to get through it. So you have to be honest with yourself. Step two, uncover the pleasure associated with continuing the negative belief system. See, there's a reason why you're, you keep continuing to do or not do what you're not doing. Step three, associate pain with continuing the same limiting belief system. Because you have, a, you have to have a strong enough reason why to move forward, otherwise you won't. And step four, create action. The sooner you take action, the quicker you get results. So you have to take action. And let me tell you a quick story about an agent that did this exercise. This agent had been in the insurance business for 30 plus years. He had no natural market clients. And the reason why is because he had a limiting belief system. His limiting belief system was, my natural market doesn't want to be bothered with from me by talking about insurance. So they know what I do. They'll let me know if they're interested. So here's what we did. I took him through the breaking through your, your limiting belief systems exercise. And we started with step one. Step one, acknowledge that you have a possible negative belief system. So I asked him the question, what's your biggest challenge in the business? And he said, my biggest challenge is my natural market doesn't want to be bothered with me talking to them about insurance. So I don't do it. I never have in the last 30 years. So I asked him, well, what's the reason why you have this challenge? And he said, well, because I've had other friends ask me for business and it just feels uncomfortable to me. And so he told me a few stories and he explained the situation. And then I said, so what do you truly believe about this challenge of not prospecting your natural market? And he said, well, what I believe is you should never do business with people you know, which is kind of interesting because other advisors, other agents, other wholesalers and so on, they do business with people they know. So I put it all together and I said, so here's what you're telling me. My natural market doesn't want to be bothered with me talking to them about insurance, right? He said, yeah, right. And you believe that, that because of this, that other friends have asked you for your, their business and you felt uncomfortable, right? He said, yeah. And that you should never do business with people that you know, so you don't bother 
quote, bother talking to them about insurance. They'll just come to you if they need your service. And he said, that's about it. That's my challenge. So we started to go to step two. Step two is uncovering the pleasure associated with the limiting belief system. So this is an interesting step because in this step, what we're really trying to do is figure out, what are you getting out of this? And I said, so what are you getting out of this anyway? What's the best thing about this limiting belief system that you should never work with people that you know? And he thought about it and he laughed and he said, well, I never have to feel rejected from people that I know because I don't even talk to them about insurance. And I said, absolutely. So you don't feel rejected. In addition to that, what else are you getting out of this? And he said, well, I get to work with people that I don't know. And if they decide to leave me, I don't feel like they're rejecting me personally. They, maybe they got a better rate or I don't know, but it's not personal because they don't know me. I said, that's interesting. And because of that, that situation, how does it make you feel? And he said, I actually feel good because either way, I'm not really getting rejected personally. And I thought that was interesting. And so I had him read what he said to me. And he said, what I'm, what I'm getting out of not talking to my natural market is that I never feel rejected from people that I know because I don't even talk to them about insurance. I get to work with people that I don't know. And if they decide to leave, I don't feel like they're rejecting me personally. They just got a better rate. And I feel good because either way, I wasn't rejected personally. And I said, you know, this is a great reason not to take action because you've got a lot of pleasure associated with not taking action to help people that you love and that you care about and that you've known for your whole life. He said, yeah, I know, but that's not good. And I said, why? He said, because maybe they need my help. And then we went to step three. Step three, uncovering the pain associated with the limiting belief system. And what this is all about is, what's the pain you're getting by not helping them? And also, what's the pain you will get in the future in a year, three years, five years, and so on? So this is how the conversation went. I said, well, if you continue with this limiting belief system, in one year, where will you be? And he said, I've actually had three friends pass away in the last six months. So this is kind of why it's coming up. So in one year, I don't know, maybe I'll have six friends passing away. I don't know. And I don't know who of those people that will pass away didn't have the right life insurance. And I said, okay, well, let's make sense. How will you feel if you find out they didn't? He said, I'll feel terrible if they didn't have the right coverage. Okay. Then I asked the next question. These results and feelings, they're only going to intensify in, let's say, five years. How will you feel in five years? And he paused. And he said, if in the next five years I have 30 people in my life, 30 people, even acquaintances that I know, that pass away, and I never talk to any of them about life insurance, I'll feel even worse. And I'll feel terrible for their families if they're not taken care of. And I'll feel like it's my fault because I didn't even have the conversation because I was afraid of getting rejected. And I said, this is really good. We're really associating a lot of pain with not taking action. So let's combine everything and, and 
tell me what you had said. And he actually, he said, well, I've had three people I know that have passed away in the last six months. So in one year, I may have, I could anyway, have six people pass away that, that I know who I've never talked to about life insurance. And I will feel terrible if they didn't have the right coverage. And if in the next five years, I have 30 people that I know that passed away, and I never talked to them or their families about life insurance, I'll feel even worse because their families may not be taken care of. And I will feel like it's all my fault. And I said, exactly. And it was time to go to step four. Step four, create action. The sooner you take action, the quicker you'll get results to break through that limiting belief system. So I asked him, okay, so what are the three most important action steps that you could take right now? You could take today. And he said, first, I could learn how to have a better conversation so I don't feel like I'm bothering my natural market, but I feel like I'm helping my natural market. I said, perfect. Second, I could make a list of people to call. I said, absolutely, you need a list. Third, I could call people and I could be ready for the objections because I know the number one objection is going to be, I have somebody already. And I said, exactly. It's the same objection you get from strangers. Here again, strangers aren't rejecting you personally. They're rejecting you because they see the value. And they're not even rejecting you. They're rejecting the value they think you can bring them because they have someone already. So your natural market, what are they going to do? And he said, probably going to have the same objection. I said, exactly. And it's not about you. It's about them seeing the value and having a second opinion. So what do we need to do? And he said, I need to increase the value on why they should get a second opinion. I said, exactly. That's exactly what we need to do. And then I asked him, okay, so what's the way that you can be accountable for those steps? And he said, I can report back to you and the group next week and, and tell you if anybody wanted a second opinion on their insurance. I said, perfect. Report back to us. Then the next thing, I said, so the, the results, what do you expect to happen if you do this every day and do it for 45 minutes? And he said, I expect that in one week, I'll at least get one person to want a second opinion. Also, I, I don't know. I don't know if it can happen in a week, but he said to me, I might change my negative belief system around talking to people that I know. I said, exactly. That's exactly what will happen. So let's put it all together. And he said, okay, here's all together. First, I can learn how to have a better conversation so that, that I don't feel like I'm bothering my natural market and that I feel like I'm helping them. Second, I could make a list of people to call. Third, I could call them and be ready for the objections. And then I can report back to the group next week and let, let everybody know if anybody in my natural market wanted a second opinion. And I expect in one week at least somebody will be interested in a second opinion. Also, I might, but I don't know, I might change my opinion about this belief system. And I said, exactly. So a week later, he came back to us, and here's what he said. He came back and he said, you know, this has been fun, <laughs> and here's why. I've been calling people, I've been doing exactly what we talked about, and I've been working through the entire process, and... I was on the phone with a woman who I've known all my life, and I talked to her, and she said, 
I was wondering when you were going to ask me. And, <laughs> and then I did a quote for her. The point of that story is, is that he started to see a different, well, belief system, started to have a different belief system, and get this. This is the best part. He said, after this one week of doing this, here's what I've found. I have a huge opportunity to help people. There are so many people that I know that I need to help, and I'm doing it. You see, one of the things that he was doing is he was having a heart-to-heart conversation. He was getting vulnerable, and he's explaining to them when he would call that, you know, I would feel terrible if anything happened to you, and I never had the conversation about giving you a second opinion, and here's why. I don't want your family to ever have to suffer financially when they're suffering emotionally. And he had those open, vulnerable conversations. Because of that, he started to fill up the pipeline, and even better, he started breaking through his limiting belief system. So what happens when you consistently break through limiting belief systems? So I told you that we'd cover three things in this podcast. First, understanding limiting belief systems so that you understand what happens when you create a limiting belief system. We did that. Check. Second, the breaking through your limiting belief systems exercise so that you understand a way to change limiting belief systems. We did that too. Check. Now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what happens overall when you consistently break through limiting belief systems so that you understand the results of changing your limiting beliefs. Here's what happens when you break through limiting belief systems. You start to look at other limiting belief systems and you start to apply the process more. So it's a domino effect. You start to get better results. So you have a limiting belief system. You do the process. You break through your limiting belief system because you create new new experiences. And then you look for more limiting belief systems. And you start to realize that limiting belief systems are all over the place. And as you're getting more results, you also start to realize that limiting belief systems don't have to be permanent. And this is the best part. You start to feel empowered. And here's what happened with the group and has happened with the group. I asked the question with that group, when did you have a limiting belief system that you now don't have? And what did you do to change it? And here's what they said. One of the newer advisors, a rookie, said, well, when I started cold, cold calling, I, I, I thought, you know what? I'm going to give it two weeks. I'm going to give cold calling two weeks. And I'm going to do it every day for two weeks. And if I get no appointments after two weeks, I'm not going to do it anymore. So he gave it two weeks. And in the first week, he had no appointments. And he was a little discouraged. In the second week, the same thing. He had no appointments. And he was discouraged. But he was also kind of playing a game where he was going to try it out for two weeks. And if it didn't work, no appointments, he would stop. So on the last day, on the last day of the second week, he set an appointment on the first call with a, with a prospect that had 500000 So his belief system was, wait a minute, cold calling does work. I just need to do more of it because he had dialed the phone a thousand times. And what he realized was, wait a minute, I need to dial the phone 2,000 times. The point of that story is he changed his limiting belief system. Another story that happened in the group, uh, a former rookie had an old belief system, which was this. 
So now he's no longer a rookie, but he said when he was a rookie, he said when he started out, he said to himself, I can't bring value to high net worth prospects. So why even try? But as he was prospecting, he actually prospected a doctor. He stumbled across the doctor and he set an appointment and took the doctor out to lunch. Now he went to lunch, but he was pretty nervous. And and during that lunch meeting, that doctor decided that he wanted to work with this advisor. And he opened an account and took out his checkbook and wrote a check for 100000 Now, here's the, the point of the story. This newer advisor at the time realized, I can bring value to a high net worth client. And what he realized is that it didn't matter if he was newer in the business. It's the value that he could bring to that person that helped that person understand his value. And so he had eliminated that limiting belief system. Here's another story that happened in the group. A newer advisor, five years in the business, said in the first year, he didn't do well. He never really thought he could do as much as the top producer in the office. And in the fifth year, just recently, he was talking to the top producer, and the top producer in the office showed him where he was in his fifth year. And here's what he realized. The newer advisor realized that he's much farther with new assets, new accounts, and gross production than that top producer was in his fifth year. So he created a new belief system that I can be the top producer in the office someday and I can get there in less time than him. Another advisor in group said, and this is kind of a mid-level advisor, somebody that's been in the business for 20 years said that his old belief system was, I'll never be able to get to 60,000 in gross production in a quarter. Now, He worked on it, and we worked on this for a long time. We worked on the process and the process of what to do, how to do it, how to fill up that pipeline and move people through. And we worked on small goals to get him to 50,000 and a quarter, then 55 until he got to 60. And now he's at 75,000 every quarter. His new belief system is I can get to 120,000 a quarter, just one step at a time. That's all it takes. And a top producer, an agent that had been in the business for 30 years. It's the story that I had told you. His old belief system was, I can't prospect my natural market because they don't want to be bothered by me talking about insurance. And we worked on the process, like I told you. And he called his natural market. And his new belief system is, I have a big opportunity to help people that I know. And all of these advisors and agents have one thing in common. They had limiting belief systems. And now, they don't. And it's because they learned how to break through their limiting belief, and you can too. Now, before we go, I want to tell you one last story. And it's a story about a huge producer who has, he's a financial advisor, that has over $650 million under management. We had the conversation about limiting beliefs, and he uncovered that bigger is better, but bigger is worse, which was an interesting, interesting thing to realize that he has a limiting belief system about that. See, there's a paradox. If I grow my business, which is better, that's a great thing, but if I grow my business, I'll be more stressed out and so on, and that's a bad thing. So we looked at the why. 
And so he's pretty busy with $650 million under management. And we looked at the limiting belief systems. One limiting belief was a concern about hiring someone. Another limiting belief, because in that limiting belief, he thought, if I hire someone, what if they leave one day and try to take my assets? A second limiting belief was more assets equals less time. And a third limiting belief was less time creates more stress. So what did we do? We did the breaking through your limiting belief systems exercise. And we discussed the stress level of people that he knows that have 1.2 or 1.3 billion of assets under management. And he started to tell me that that person that he was thinking of, who runs a good-sized team, goes and plays golf all the time. And I asked him, well, how can he play golf when he has twice as many assets as you? And he said, because he has a great team. Why does he have a great team? Because he hired great people. Why did he hire great people? Because he knew if he had great people and a great team, he would have less stress and more time. Do you see what's going on here? This new belief system of build the team, grow the business, and drop the stress started to sink in. And that's how breaking through your limiting belief systems work. When you start to do that, when you start to realize that maybe the belief system that I have is limiting, then you start to realize that I have an opportunity to break through my own limiting belief systems. And if these advisors and agents can do it, you can too. So the next time you feel you're limited in your business, break through your limiting belief systems like they did. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time.